What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, a 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the top 25 mistakes around your good life. And I'm coming up at you guys with my daily podcast, man. You guys already know the routine. I mean, this is episode 317, I believe. 317, maybe 318, somewhere around there. And I'm doing 365 episodes for season one. And then we're going to take it to a whole new level, uh, season two. But as I'm thinking and driving, uh, which I always do, right? I'm on my med run. Um, It's uh, coming up on being late at night, right? It's almost 10 o'clock. And I'm driving and I'm contemplating life and, and things that are going on around me, right? And one of the things that I've noticed that a lot of people wasting tons and tons of energy on is other people. And so I get it, right? You know, everybody has this innate desire to please, right? Innate desire to please, to make someone happy. You know, a lot of men go out there and they try to be the hero of somebody's life their wife, be it their children, right? They're always trying to save and rescue people from uh, sometimes their own self-made tragedies, right? Sometimes you got to let people lie in their own tragedies before they can change and you can't rescue, right? And a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't get that. I mean, and I understand it's okay to have empathy, toward people who are doing bad and people who are falling on rough times. It's it's good to have empathy uh, for those people. But at the same time, guys, you can't let that consume you to whereas their tragedy becomes your tragedy. You can't let people's tragedy become your tragedy. And the reason why I say you can't let people's tragedy become your tragedy is because... I learned this a very, very long time ago, guys. Listen up to this one. Only from a position of power can you help someone less fortunate than you. That's right. You have to rise above whatever is going on in order to help someone less fortunate than you. Which also means that it's very rare that you help somebody more fortunate than you, right? Because you have that mental block that they have everything that they need and you have nothing to offer. And we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about that a little bit today um, to help you to move forward in life a lot faster than what you're currently used to, right? Um, So um, the reason why I was thinking about this today is because there are a lot of ungrateful people that you come across in life, right? A lot of ungrateful people. And and the reason why I say it's a lot of ungrateful people is because when you start doing for people, they start expecting from you. And when they start expecting from you, they no longer care about the effort that you put in 
to achieve what you're trying to achieve for them. Now, mind it, you may make it look very, very easy what you're doing, but at the same time, it took you, you know, days, weeks, years, months, whatever, of doing the same thing over and over again until you got to the point of where you were really good at. So, I tell people all the time, you can't go through life doing everything for everybody because eventually, right, you're going to come across those very, very ungrateful people. Now, sometimes the ungrateful people could be related to you, right? Sometimes them ungrateful people could be sleeping right next to you, right? Sometimes those ungrateful people can be people who you thought were in a very bad situation that you decided to give of yourself to help them out of that bad situation and they still looked at you like you didn't give enough, number one, or they looked at you as if, you know, they're angry that that you're looking down on them somehow by helping them, right? And, and by the way, people, these are not your hangups to be holding on to. These are other people's hangups that are projected onto you, and you have to learn how to cut them loose, man. You have to learn how to let people mull in their own decisions. That's right. People have to live with their own decisions sometimes. And I found that um, in my life, a lot of people just let me live in my decisions. I had no heroes in my life. No heroes in my life. Nobody trying to help me when I was going through my crisis, right? Nobody tried to lend me a helping hand. Nobody tried to give me words of wisdom, right? Um, a lot of time, if I got words of wisdom, it's because I had to go out and seek it. I had to go out and find people and books and videos and things to help me to get through whatever I was dealing with. I had to go out and find it. So, um, because I had to go out and find it, I began to feel some type of way for people who were struggling. And so, I found myself trying to go out and find people to help. Trying to go out and find people to help. Listen, if you've never done it before, do it. Do it for six months. For six months, just every day go out and try to find people to help right in the beginning it's going to feel good because you're doing something positive you're helping people right <clears throat> but what you're going to begin to notice is you're going to start to come across a large amount of people who feel those other ways that I told you about right <clears throat> having resentment towards you because, number one, you have more than them, right? Having anger issues toward you because they feel like you're looking down on them by helping them, okay? And the third one, which is probably the most annoying and the reason why I can't understand it, is the ungrateful, right? 
you help somebody, whether it's a family member, whether it's your spouse, right? Whether it's uh, somebody who you don't know who's in need. But the moment that that person starts to act ungrateful for what you've done is a, is a moment that just makes you feel unhappy and uneasy about what you've done. They basically, it feels like they dirtied up your good deed. You know, you ever got that feeling that somebody just dirtied the fuck up your good deed? They just took your good deed, everything you did, dragged it through the mud to make themselves feel better. All to make themselves to feel better. And so, that's why I tell people, if you're doing things that you feel are good deeds for other people, you gotta, number one, you gotta look for these signs from people, right? It is just people with a, a much weaker mindset that you gotta take notice of, okay? If you're gonna be continuously giving, right? You gotta take notice of it so it doesn't break you down and discourage you, number one. And number two, man, you gotta watch out because a lot of times, all these people wanna do is they want to bring you down so that you can keep them company in their misery. They want to bring you down so that to your level of success, right, it's no longer at the point of where, where it was, right? So they can have something negative to say about you because right now they see you as way too positive, right? Having far too much. Or even better, a lot of times they feel like you have more than what you deserve and that they should be given some of what you have, even though they're not willing to work for it. So you have to keep that in mind at all times when you are going out there and helping people. And the sad part is most of this comes from the people who are close to you. Most of it comes from friends, family, and loved ones, right? This is where it comes from because in your relationship, right, with your spouse, your husband, or your wife, right, um, you have a tendency to accept certain roles, right? And one of the roles that a lot of wives uh, accept and husbands are doers, right? You are a doer. So if you're a husband, you're out there and you're working, you're always working, you're a doer. That's what you do, right? Your job is to provide for the family and do this and do that and do all of these tasks and, and mow the lawn and paint the house and, 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 and make sure all the bills get paid, so on and so forth, right? And that's your thing. You know, if you're a wife, you know, you're a doer, right? Your job is to take care of all the children make sure all the clothes are clean, make sure um, my meals are paid, and and if, if you're a 2022 uh, bride, one of your things is to make sure that you contribute your portion of the income as well so we can continue to go on great vacations and live the life that we're living with our dual income, right? So you're a doer. And, and what happens when you get stuck in the world of being a doer is the other party always, always 
treats you as if what you're doing is just expected of you, right? Not that they appreciate it, okay? But it's expected of you. And, and so it becomes something that they take on as a part of their entitlement of being in a relationship with you, right? They're entitled to this and being in a relationship with you. And and when somebody begins to to act like they're entitled to all the things that you do and you're doing them out of love and you're doing them out of caring and you're doing them out of trying to make everybody's life better in the relationship, whether it's for your spouse or whether it's for your children, right? Um, and people start to think that way, you begin to get discouraged. You begin to get discouraged for um, for all the things that you are doing and, and you start to do something that I found myself doing that I did not want to do, which was pull back, right? And, and so when I began to pull back personally, what happened to me is I began to feel like less of myself, left less of who I was. Um, and I began to diminish my, in my own role, I began to diminish in my relationship with my wife and my family because I knew that I could do more. I knew that I could do more and I wanted to do more, but I was trying to hold back because I felt like everybody was at a point of expectation and ungratefulness. And so when you're thinking that, it's, it's kind of hard to truly get motivated. And you have to begin to dig deep, deep down in yourself once again to figure out what started you down this journey of doing this for your family in the first place. What got you going, right? What got you excited about it? Um, and and where, where did you discover, okay, that this need was necessary, right? Where did you discover it? And, and I think that once you uh, get back to where you discovered where the need was, then you can find out your true reason for doing what you were doing for your family in the first place. And... And I think that when you start to operate from reason, right, your why will drive you beyond you looking for somebody to be grateful for what you have done, right? Because most of the time, you're not going to find it, especially family. Most of the time, you're not going to find it, man. And, and so I don't want you guys to get discouraged and I don't want you to diminish your capacity of who you are to your friends, family, or, or whomever you deciding to give to. I don't want you to diminish your capacity. I want you to give until your buckets are overflowing, right? Just give until their buckets are overflowing. Just continue to give because um, what, hap what is happening that most people don't realize is that as you fill someone else's bucket, 
okay, with your abundance of generosity, right? Unbeknownst to you, right, um, another force is working in your favor, and that is the force of reciprocity. And that law of the universe is literally filling your bucket somewhere else that you don't even know about. You don't even know about. Um, it's so funny. Have you ever noticed, right? And, and this is strange, but the more you give, right? The more you give, the more somebody takes, right? But the more they take, it seems like the more you seem to get to give, right? So they're taking, taking, taking. You're giving, giving, giving. And at a certain point in time, you're trying to figure out, well, where the hell am I getting all this from? Right? And, and, and it turns out that the law of reciprocity is working for you because of your openness to give. Your openness to be abundant. And your openness to understand and believe that there is no scarcity in what you have to give anybody. There's no scarcity. So if there's no scarcity, then why put restrictions on giving? Right? And I get it. People are not going to be grateful for what you give. They're not. But there's still no... guys you know how it goes i i gotta interrupt it got a phone call i'm out and about when i'm out in my runs kind of have to keep the lines open you know just in case i get called for a stat medication run or whatever i'm doing so i keep the lines open but and sometimes they call me sometimes they don't and most of the time it's just family calling me saying hey what's going on so you know that's where we at with that but um I'm going to wrap this podcast up for today, man. I'm going to wrap it up for today. And uh, just tell you guys, it is the journey that you need to be uh, tied to. Not the goal, but the journey. Okay, so tie yourself to the to the journey and, and realize that it is a necessary part of growth in your life. And just keep at it, man. Just keep at it and don't quit. I always say the uh, people who achieve everything that they want out of life is number one, nobody, but number two, the person who is satisfied with the journey, not the destination. So uh, keep enjoying the journey, make the most out of your life, man, and uh, and listen, and that's it. Make sure you guys hop on over while I'm uh, finishing up. Make sure you guys hop on over to LieutenantSalBlue.com. Pick up a copy of my book, Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life. And when you head over there, man, um, you can also grab my audio book, which is a uh, little order form bump upsell. And you can download 28 years of experience into your brain in f- four hours' time if you uh, play, play it at twice the speed. So... That's it, man. And that's all I got for you guys today. Um, also, give me a shout-out on social media, man. Give me a shout-out on social media. I'd like to thank you guys for listening, number one. And number two, um, continually giving me ideas that I can um, 
views on social media so that uh, we can go ahead and uh, build this community of uh, second halfers who are helping first halfers to make fewer mistakes, man, and have a better life. So uh, check me out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, and of course, my favorite YouTube. And uh, just DM me uh, topics and messages that you want me to talk about on my daily podcast or just to say hi, man. All right. So I'll talk to you guys tomorrow with my daily podcast. Deuces.